Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you. Hope you're doing well today. Thank the Lord for you taking time, just a few moments this morning, to look at God's Word with us. We've been studying some time now uh, in John's Gospel, and we've entitled our study, A Journey Through John. And we're already to chapter number 13, and we're in the second half of the Gospel of John. The first half deals with the life of Jesus. And then the second half from chapter 13 through 21 deals with his death and burial resurrection. Uh, the end of his life, the last week of his life, if you will. John seems to gather and give details that the other Gospel writers uh, do not give, and vice versa. But we know that John's gospel was probably written after Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And so as we're studying today, I hope and pray it is a blessing and a help to you. And we're going to look today in verse 2 and verse number 3 in chapter number 13. And the Bible says, And supper being ended, the devil, having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father hath had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God. I notice that at the end of verse 3, it's not a period, and it, the sentence doesn't end there, it continues. And we know that the context of, the, of verse 2 and following deals with Jesus washing the disciples' feet. And we're going to go ahead and say that. We're going to be studying that in over the next day or so. And we'll be looking at, at that. But today, I want you to keep in mind that Jesus has already made up his mind what he's going to do. And I find it very intriguing as we look in verse 2 and 3 at uh, what is, is happening prior, just right moments prior before he does uh, the foot washing. If we look in verse number 2, we find that uh, we see the supper is prepared. 
uh, the Bible says in verse number two, and supper being ended. Now, what this means is simply this, that the supper had, had been prepared. It had been uh, provided. It had been set. The table was ready and the disciples were ready to partake. And so it is that the supper here has it being ended and that really means it has been prepared and we read further in the scripture we're going to find out that they continue to eat so it does not literally mean that the supper is over but it is ended in other words the preparation period has come to an end and it's everything is set everything is ready so we see the supper prepared but then we're introduced in verse 2 to the sinister plot. If you'll notice in your Bible in verse number 2, and supper being ended, the devil having put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. What an awful thing it was to have the betrayer amongst the children of God. But we know that, uh, that, that Judas was one of the twelve. We know that the Lord Jesus chose him, and yet Judas was the one who betrayed the Lord. And we'll look more in the details of that betrayal a little bit later in our study, but I must bring it up at this moment. And, and we're going we're gonna, to, as we go down through chapter 13, we're going to be uh, having more of that and the discussion about Judas. He'll come back up. But as we're looking here, I think that we would be uh, blessed in just knowing that God knew that Judas would betray Jesus from the beginning. Jesus knew that Judas would betray him. And so, as we see this in verse 2, the devil, his part of it was putting into the heart of Judas to betray the Son of God. So we see the supper prepared, and we see the sinister plot. But thirdly, today, I want you to notice in verse number three, the supreme perception. The Bible says in verse three, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he was come from God and went to God. Now, this is right before the foot washing. It is right before the submission of Christ to bow down before his disciples and to perform the work of a servant. And as I'm reading this, I understand what a little bit more about how great a God that we serve. I understand a little bit more about his character and his humility. Jesus humbled himself greatly being God, being creator of all things. The Bible firmly declares, and the book of Colossians says that all things were made by him and for him. And you and I today must realize the humility of Christ. As he came to this world, he humbled himself, took on the robe of a, of a fleshly man, and became obedient even unto death, the death of Calvary's cross, and he did that for you and I. And then God honors humble people. We wonder why. Because it is being Christ-like. As we look at this, I find it great, greatly amazed. If anybody should have had their feet washed, it should have been the Lord. But yet the Lord 
rather than the disciples washing the Lord's feet, the Lord washes their feet. Isn't that amazing? And I thank God for it. Jesus knoweth that the Father had given all things into his hands. In other words, God the Father trusts his Son with everything. And after the resurrection, Jesus said these words, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All authority. And Jesus, it's the same thing right here, Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands. In other words, Jesus is God. He's God in the flesh. He's creator. He's sovereign. He is in control of every situation. And God the Father trusts his Son, placing all things into his hands. And notice this. Jesus perceived also. He knew that he, was, he had come from God, that he was on the throne with God before the creation of the world, before the first star was ever set in the sky, before the moon, the sun, the planets, and all the things that God hath created. Before that, in eternity past, Christ was there with his Father. And I'm glad for that. And then Jesus also knew that after his death, that he would return again to God. And where did he return to? He returned to the throne room, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father today. So you see, my children, we can rejoice today. We can rejoice and be glad, knowing that we serve a living Savior who is supremely God, who died sacrificially upon the cross of Calvary. And in chapter number 13, we're going to soon see that he is the servant of servants. He willingly submitted himself, took on the robe of a servant, a slave, and washed the feet of the disciples. What a Savior. What a Lord. What a God we serve. And I'm glad he's my Lord. I'm glad that he humbled himself. And we should humble ourselves as well. If we're going to be like Jesus, we need to humble ourselves and be willing to serve wherever and however the Lord would have us to. Well, I hope and pray you will take these truths and apply them to your life today. And I hope that I can take them and apply them to mine as we study in the Gospel of John about the blessed life of the Son of God. What a Savior. Hallelujah. What a great King. I love Him today, and I know you do as well. Lord willing, we'll be back again in the morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. We'll pick back up in verse number four of John chapter number 13. May God bless you today. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just reach to me, for I am the one. I am the